<clears throat> I mentioned a few minutes ago some villages in North Yorkshire. There's Tholthorpe and there's Terrington and there's Stockton on the Forest and Hubie and Farndale and Everston and Coxwold and Tockwith and Uncle Tom Cobbley and all. There's one thing that unifies all these uh, villages, all these communities in the county, um, and it's their village halls. Uh, for many communities in North Yorkshire, the village hall is just a key place. It's the place where things happen. It's the place where people could or did get together before the pandemic struck. Um, all sorts of things happen in village halls. Think about that list on the uh, the notice board outside. There's the mother and toddler group, there's the community pantomime, there's the whist drive, the pie and pea supper, the yoga classes, you name it. But of course for about a year now it's not been possible for a lot of the time anyway to do these things because of the lockdown and because of the Covid precautions. All the more important then that your village hall should be in the Doomsday Book, not the one commissioned by uh, William the Conqueror. The new Doomsday Book, it's been set up by Acre, which is Action with Communities in Rural England. Now, Leah Furness is the Village Hall's advisor with Community First Yorkshire, and she joins us on the line now. Good afternoon, Leah. Good afternoon, Jonathan. So all these places, I mean, the list is absolutely endless. I just picked out some random yeah. villages from the uh, the Doomsday Book website, which is brilliant. What's the idea of this? Well, the idea of the Doomsday Book website is obviously this, this last year has been so unique and challenging. And as you said there at the beginning of your speech, for the village halls, um, for many of our communities, particularly those that are really rural, the village hall in many instances is the only public facility they have and they do cover this huge and um, wide range of activities. The list really does go on and on. Um, and some of the halls have been closed over the last year, but many of them have actually been open because they provide essential services. So they've continued to provide those. So, for instance, in this lockdown, preschools and nurseries have continued. Many of our halls offer that service, so they've been opened. And also lots of our halls over the lockdown have also been opening to provide new services, so things like food banks or collection points for prescriptions, vaccination centres. And over this last year, the way that halls have responded, they've really stepped up to think about how they can best serve their communities. Um, and Acre, as part of Village Halls Week, which fell at the end of January, really wanted to capture the experience of halls, sort of the challenges they've faced this year, how they've met them, the positives that have come out of it, and also what they're um, hoping for in the future as well. So the idea of the Doomsday Book is it'll be... Um, a real snapshot of sort of the ordinary villages' experiences over the last year. Yeah, I mean, I, I can't recommend highly enough that people should go and have a look at the website. Just put in acre, like as as in a, an acre in a field, A-C-R-E, yeah. -E, Action with Communities in Rural England, uh, and Doomsday Book, and it will take you to a page. And there is the whole of the country really you can choose by uh, a specific location or you can choose by a county and you can get a whole list and just see um, how village halls have coped through this you've just said all the positive things that have happened you know the the, the yeah. nurseries that have continued the food banks that have based themselves presumably a lot of village halls have, have found it quite tough though to keep ticking over through yeah, this yeah yeah jonathan it has been really challenging i mean Village halls are, are so unique. They could be the only facility in the village. They have such a range of activities. So every time there's been a reopening or a closing or the guidance changed, and we all know how often the guidance has changed, our halls have had to reflect on that and think about how they're going to meet the challenges of that. And also, our halls, they're not, they're not staff that are running these. They're community volunteers. Um, so it's been a really, really big ask. And some of them have closed. 
But what's been really heartening in um, my work, because I do support the halls quite closely, is even those halls that have completely closed, they have tried to look at this as an opportunity and they've been doing things sort of behind the scenes. So they've been doing improvements for halls, they've been planning for the future, building works, they've been applying for funding, they've taken the time to revise their policies, they've gone and hosted their AGMs online on Zoom for the first time and recruited new trustees. So it, it's a real um, sort of unique and strange time. I think it's really important that that is captured. Um, and also what we're hoping to do is the Doomsday Book was opened up, as I said, at the end of January for Village Halls Week. But they're going to keep it open for a bit longer. So if there is anyone listening who thinks that it'd be appropriate for them to go and put an entry on, please do so. Because what we're hoping that will do is really demonstrate the need going forward and into the future to uh, fund and support our halls and to keep doing so. I was so tempted a moment to go to shout, <laughs> you have no authority here, Jackie Weaver, but I'm not going to do it. I know that wasn't a, a parish a parish council in, uh, in Hanforth. Um, do you think actually, I mean, <clears throat> this lockdown has given the chance for this project to take place. It's given the impetus for this, yeah. this project to take place. This is probably the most comprehensive list um, and certainly comprehensive set of photographs and statements by the people that run village halls and the communities that love their village hall that's ever happened. I, I, well, yeah, I mean, it is really, really um, amazing how many people have responded. Um, village Halls Week's normally very sort of um, open and celebratory in public and it's about getting the villagers into the village hall to see what's going on. And obviously this year we were in this third lockdown. It was a, a lot more subdued. It was very different. So it was almost a last-minute idea, I think. And I think Acre acknowledged that, actually, on their website. I think what's so fantastic about this is it's actually it's the halls in their own words. They're talking about their own histories, their own experiences and what they are planning. Um, so it is a really, it's going to be a really interesting document that reflects on this period, definitely. Yeah, I mean, they, they, they encompass so much. I remember thinking this when we did the show during Village Halls Week a couple of years ago from Fearby Village Hall near Massam. Yeah. And you'd got everything in there from the pantomime <laughs> that was going on. So the place was full of scenery for Fearby uh, pa uh, pantomime, which was, which was splendid, all the way through to old photographs of the village. And I think like many of Village Hall, because they sort of sprung up, I think, in the, the 1920s in a big way. Yeah. There's also, there's also the, the place where there is a sort of a roll call of honour of those who, uh, who lost their lives or fought in the Great War. Yeah, lots of the halls do have a memorial aspect to them. They, a lot of them will be celebrating their centenary years, and it was sort of um, a resource that was built after the First World War for villages and things. So, yeah, you are completely right. So it's quite a nice, that sort of 100 years, it's quite a nice point in time almost as well to reflect back and reflect the future as well. Well, as we know, as I've illustrated, lots of North Yorkshire's village halls have registered their entry in the great doomsday book of 2021. Um, how long, if there's somebody listening who's thinking, hang on a minute, we've got Village Hall, I, I wonder if it's on there. A, they can go and check, and B, if it's not on there, what can they do about it? Uh, if their village hall isn't on there, well, I'm sure that they probably know somebody in their village who's connected with their hall. Um, just mention it to them, have a little chat and say to them, have you seen this? Or they can get in touch with us at Community First Yorkshire and we can point them in the right direction. Um, and if they're not involved with the village hall and they quite like the sound of this, this could be a, a great opportunity to go and have a look at some of the entries, see what's sort of involved with it, um, and maybe step up and be a trustee themselves as well, because the halls are always looking for new people to get involved. When the world starts to open up again, <laughs> the Village Hall is going to be the hub that it always has been. Leah, yeah. lovely to talk to you on the show today. Thank you very much indeed for joining us.
No worries. Thank you, Jonathan. Take care. And you too. Cheers now. Uh, Leah Furness, who's the Village Hall's advisor with Community First Yorkshire. Wouldn't it be good to think that every community village hall around uh, York and North Yorkshire had a, a registration in the Doomsday Book? Go and have a look. But in Acre, when you're searching on the internet, A-C-R-E, it stands for Action with Communities in Rural England, put in Doomsday Book and you'll find the list there with all the photographs and all the village halls who are already registered with their statement about what they do and how they've coped during the pandemic. BBC.